0: Pathfinders, the Find the Path podcast, actual play of the Mummy's Mask Adventure Path,
1: episode one ninety, where we've been shrunk down to any bitty tiny size because the scorpions are massive.
2: The party has started, the rave party, rave party has begun. Everybody get your glow sticks.
1: All right, who had who had the uh, the list? It was Narmer, right? And Narmer didn't have two scorpions, so we are already getting gate crashers to our party. Yeah. Yep. You look over and Armor's in
0: a he's in a little suit with a pair of sunglasses on. see <laughs> <laughs> she on the list. <laughs>
2: no, that means no, 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 you don't get in.
0: <laughs> yep. When last we had left our heroes, the doorkeepers of the Duat had activated the Kepsutonum after a long and grueling fight against a fair number of Mentals who had shown up to attempt to stop them. Doing so, they had managed to drag down the Pyramid of the Sky Pharaoh, crashing it down into the earth below, wherein uh, they had made their way over to go investigate. And upon arriving, had been confronted by a mysterious woman. And Mech, as far as uh, Sudi is aware, the herald of the living god, hakata god king. Living god is uh, raspberry.
3: All hail the living god. All hail the living god.
0: She had informed all of you. Uh, what, w- what were exact words here?
1: It was like something like something rejoice. Yep. Yeah.
0: Rejoice, faithful of Osirian. Your God and Pharaoh has returned to rule over his land and his people with strength and wisdom to return the kingdom to the glory lost by his unworthy successors.
2: And we were like, nah.
0: Yep. <laughs> At which point she just kind of she turned around, snapped her fingers a couple of times. Two giant scorpions came crawling out, rolling their way down the uh, the side of the. The pyramid as she had turned and disappeared. Seemingly some sort of projection, illusion. You're not entirely positive, which.
1: I mean, it was some kind of interactive thing because she was able to to talk back to us, so.
0: True. So, I mean, it could have been an astral projection sort of thing.
2: It was a hologram.
0: Yes. Yes, it was a hologram. (laughs) We're going full (laughs) Stargate with this one. I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah. And uh, we kind of left off things with uh, you guys getting prepped now for the... uh, the fight to come, which old fight. I suppose uh, we should probably just go ahead and jump back into things. So when last we left off, all of you were standing before the Pyramid of the Sky Pharaoh, a pyramid of massive size, equal in size, actually, to that of the Great Pyramid of
1: Giza. And to, to put in perspective how big this pyramid is, I think we're seeing two sides of it on this map. The yes. colossal scorpions are itty bitty on it.
0: Oh, yeah yep I, uh, I got to use uh, roll 20 here and blow up a map to I think it's 500 feet by 500 feet something insane like that yes yep and uh, in this corner we have the doorkeepers of the duot weighing in an estimated 900 pounds <laughs> in the far mm-hmm. side we have two scorpions weighing in an estimated 7 tons let's find out That's a lot. Uh, yeah let's go ahead and jump in let's do some initiative
1: oh this is gonna be weird Hollis
2: is not ready <laughs>
3: Let's
0: go ahead oh, and hey, queue my, up some Sirenscape. Up. Sirenscape, an Osirian scorpion eat you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, true statement. <laughs>
1: or at least uh, that might be need One of the death. funnier ones that we've done to that.
0: <laughs> All right. Hollis Starkweather.
1: Hollis rolls a six for a 13.
0: Ooh. All right.
1: Sudi Kantar. Sudi rolled a 17 for a 23. That's good All right. On.
0: Citra Nahamra.
2: Said rolled a nine for a fifteen.
0: Masika of the beckon.
4: Masika rolls a nineteen for a twenty-one. There we go. We're getting. Right. One. We got at least two good rolls in there. Maybe the Scorpion's will roll real
3: bad. You're just hoping. Well, it's also like they need to come yeah. closer anyway, so.
1: I mean, I yeah. I mean, fine. we're not running up the pyramid after them. That would be kind of weird. As a side note, Scorpion's real slow.
3: <laughs> Thank goodness. Thank yes. goodness. That
1: doesn't bode well right. for
0: reflex saves round one of combat begins sudi you have first initiative um if it helps i believe the closest scorpion's about 500 yeah actually exactly 500 feet away from you
1: so will just look at his compatriots wait do we have the chariot still
0: i mean you hopped off the chariot to make your approach but i imagine it's probably parked nearby
1: all right so sudi will uh will turn to all of his compatriots i mean they're pretty far away at least so it's going to take them a bit to get here so what's the game plan you have
0: six seconds to establish your game
1: plan. Don't die. All right. City so will just like sit here and wait for them to come. Um, since we're an initiative, I'll switch to pummeling style as a swift action. <laughs> okay. I have no idea what their speed is to know if they're going to get here really fast or not. And unfortunately, my plan to deal with them requires them to be closer.
3: We could all hop in the chariot, but I don't really want to be fighting on the pyramid, to be fair.
1: Yeah. Mm, I mean, that's not gonna... particularly. We also don't want to be one big squish target for them yeah. to all just jump on us. Yeah. So, Sudi, are you ready?
0: readying? What are you
1: doing? I will, you know what? I will ready to strike one of them if they come within my threatened range.
3: You're going to be big. Okay.
1: Nope, because I have no idea how long it's going to take, and I don't want to use them um, to <laughs> take a minute to for them to get over here.
3: Oh, fair.
0: Masika of the Beacon.
1: Because they're 500 feet away, so if they move 50 feet around, that would take them 10 rounds to get there.
3: I bet they're faster than that.
0: And there's like, "What spells do I have with a 500 foot range?"
1: I, I have nothing. There's like, there's like nothing. There's nothing that's 500 foot range. I don't think.
2: Fireball? It's 400, I think.
1: Is it
0: 400, 400 plus, plus something? something? Yeah, fireball is 400 plus 40 feet per level.
4: I don't even know if Masika has something that.
1: That's why I was like, I mean, I don't have anything because I can't like. We this is a good chance to maybe see one round, see what their movement is, and then we can buff. I guess I don't know.
2: I can. Grease the side of the pyramid.
1: <laughs> what is the, okay, what is the range yeah. on grease, and how much <laughs> grease can very, you make?
2: It's probably like can square, whoop, we make a comedic
1: and they like, just slide down? Whoop,
2: whoop, whoop. Whoop.
3: They're probably pretty quick because this would be a really weird fight to yeah. be like.
1: They've got, they've got to be pretty quick, right. yeah.
4: All right, well, Masika's gonna stand here and look cute then.
1: I like that all of us are just, we have that moment where we're like, we feel like we're fighting and we're like, wait, are we fighting? Because like, they're like really far away. Usually they summon stuff much closer. From Masika we
0: go to Citra Nahamra.
2: Hermes, I don't know how dangerous these guys are yet. They're the size of a small building, probably pretty dangerous. (laughs) Yep. So uh, Citra is going to reach into her handy haversack and she is going to pull out a scroll of mirror images and she would like to cast mirror images upon herself. (laughs) Oh, excellent. You okay.
0: have nice. action Smart. to retrieve it from your handy haversack. Standard action to cast.
2: Yes. As long as I don't roll a four or under. There we go. 13. 13 plus 19
0: is 32. Okay. So 32, and that will give you 1d4 plus
2: one images. 1d4 plus one images. Ah, heck yes. Max, four plus one, five extra images. There are a whole bunch of citrus now just ready. <laughs> nice. All right. Excellent.
0: You have 30 rounds. Let's see if it takes them that long to get to you. <laughs> you, have, you have a five-foot step remaining if you'd like to take it.
2: Sure. I will five-foot step closer to the corner of the pyramid. If okay. I can, if I can get there. The pyramid that's, so what, like 50 feet there away from us
1: or something crazy five like that? Five-foot
2: step. There we go. I'm going <laughs> to yeah. step just, just a little closer there. The scale
1: of this battle is ridiculous. Actually, if pertinent, um,
0: it's now Hollis's turn. Go ahead and just give me a perception roll from the party since it's Hollis's turn now, too. Perception. Okay. I rolled a 10
4: for a 25.
1: I roll a 17 for a 42.
4: Masika doesn't have perception. I roll a 7
2: for a 14.
1: There's two scorpions on that pyramid. <laughs> I
2: think. Uh, Citra rolls an 11 for a 30.
1: They're
0: using their plus 50 stealth bonus from range to sneak up, <laughs> up on you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go ahead and give it to everyone except for Masika, though anyone could have alerted Masika pertaining towards this. You'd note that the... Again, the entirety of the pyramid is surrounded in this haze of electricity Uh, between almost every single one of the stone joints going up along the edges and the face of the pyramid. It's covered with these lightning rods that, once again, the storm overhead is striking nonstop. Uh, As such, you're under the impression that you are going to have a chance of being electrocuted if you get within about 30 feet of the pyramid.
3: You should all still have electricity resistance because it lasts for like 20 minutes each or something.
1: Okay, good thing to keep in mind. Definitely let them come to us then.
3: But it doesn't seem to be affecting them.
1: He has literally marked the danger zone for us.
3: Danger zone.
1: Hollis Starkweather.
3: Hollis pulls out her wand of haste and casts haste on the group. Okay.
1: Nice. The party is hasted.
3: I'm just going to step away from the pyramid. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> Hollis is like, I know my role, and it's in the back.
0: That and will bring it. us to the first scorpion, which I affectionately call Blue.
3: <laughs>
0: is he big wow.
3: blue? Blue's clues, not today.
0: The scorpion kicks off 200 feet closer and descending <laughs> down 80 okay, feet. Wow.
1: <laughs> I'm going to keep moving I'm, back. I'm a little concerned that they that this encounter has given us a, like at least two rounds to prep. I am concerned. <laughs> Bring us
0: to the next scorpion, which does the same as electricity streaking and crackling off of its black carapace to seemingly no effect. Sudikantar. Oh, if pertinent, by the way, uh, I guess we'll get around to this on the second round as you're getting a better look since they've closed about half the distance to you. You may make a knowledge nature check if you so wish.
1: Ha, 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 I don't have that.
0: You'll each have a turn to make it, so.
1: Yep, Sudi would like to make a will save to disbelieve the size of these things.
2: <laughs> Unbelievable. I don't think that's an option.
1: <laughs> hey, maybe they're illusory. That would explain a lot of things. That, Sudi's just like, these are not normal scorpions. Anyone have an idea? And Sudi will continue to ready, because I've got nothing, man. Get I have an scorpion. idea.
0: I think we should paint dish on the the shells for our ships because this is the most metal thing I've ever seen.
4: Wow.
1: Why is it metal that organic and made of chitin? Maybe. Yeah. (laughs) You wouldn't understand. (laughs) It
0: basically looks like a sabotage cover.
4: Narmer puts in his earbuds and starts rocking.
0: (laughs) I need to get the appropriate music. (laughs) Yeah, I think it would make it better if there was like I don't know if the, if the chick had rode in on the back of a scorpion or something.
1: Oh, that'd be rad. Huh. Anyway. All right, yep. So, Sudi will continue to ready because uh, <laughs> Sudi, ra- Sudi does not do range,
0: really. All right, Sudi readies. Masika of the Beckon.
4: Knowledge nature, you say.
1: <laughs> you may make a knowledge nature if you wish. These are thunder scorpions. A <laughs> medalist of scorpions. They're
4: mega alpha scorpions.
1: Gigaform. Gigaform scorpions.
4: All right. Masika rolls a 15, which gets her a 41 on knowledge nature.
1: Nice. With a
0: 41, you do know what this is? Hey. At the very least you know what it is adjacent to. Quite possibly before being magically enhanced, this was or these were black scorpions.
4: Uh-huh.
0: Black scorpions are known to be some of the most terrifying denizens of the deserts of Osirians. They are immense black scorpions the one of the largest desert predators and the largest insectile, well technically scorpions are arachnids? Yeah,
4: yeah. Right, Aranth- man, yes. Aranth- uh, Capable of
0: stinging with blinding speed, they are creatures constantly on the hunt.
2: Mm-hmm. Yay. I mean as long as they don't look like Dwayne the Rock Johnson I think we're okay.
1: Oh no, full no. Scorpion King? Yeah, much better CGI on these. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, we'll save to disbelieve. The, the <laughs> they're all illusory. They're all fake, man. The uh,
0: black scorpions, you are aware that they are colossal vermin. They are, in fact, just still regular scorpions, despite being massive in size. Wait,
1: they're colossal by default? Yes. Wow! From what well, you understand, okay.
0: black scorpions normally can't fly.
4: <laughs> or or aren't
1: immune to electricity, I imagine. And
0: aren't, aren't generally speaking, immune to electricity, but uh, Good you may gracious. ask pertaining towards the colossal vermin black scorpion,
1: three questions. Is this our dragon fight?
4: (laughs) No, they aren't
1: dragons. (laughs) But they're massive.
4: So they're still not dragons. What's their special attacks?
0: Special attacks. Uh, They have three special attacks. Mm. First off, they 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 do possess. uh, I'll go ahead and say that they have four because that one kind of ties into this other one. Uh, First off, they have pincers. If they strike you with their pincers, they get to grab as the grab special ability to automatically grapple you. Tying into that, they immediately get Constrict upon properly grappling people and oh. holding them a place.
1: Okay. Following okay, that, that they have
0: Rapid Sting. Uh, in essence, their stinger always can make one additional attack per round as a swift action.
1: Wow. As they can stab cool. twice
0: because their stingers cool. are that fast. In addition wow. to that, their stingers possess poison. Mm.
4: Yeah. Oh, good. Great. That's that's great. That's awesome. Yep.
1: And
4: Do they have any special defenses?
0: Uh, they are vermin, and by that I mean like capital V vermin, which means that they have an intelligence of zero and therefore immune to all mind-affecting effects. All right. As well as immune to a lot of illusions, other things like that. They're just not intelligent enough to actually
4: mm. do
0: any of those things.
4: So what does their poison do?
0: Their poison?
1: Assuming we will definitely be getting stung a couple of times.
0: Uh, their poison is extraordinarily. and technically I would still count this under special attacks, so let me go ahead and just give that to you, and then I can give you something else. Is... uh deals strength, dexterity, and constitution damage.
1: Oh, gosh!
0: As it is extraordinary virulent. And in addition to that, does require... Eh, I'll just give it to you in the game mechanic's term. Does require three consecutive successful Ooh. saves.
2: Jeez. Ooh. That's gonna suck.
1: That's gonna be bad. Save I mean, DC is also real high.
2: They're
4: vermin. <laughs> They're not gonna have really any special qualities or anything like that. I thought maybe... Uh, so the just last beam... thing I'll go
0: ahead and give you under special qualities... Oh really? They do have a climb speed, as disturbing as that is, yeah. considering yep. their massive size. Uh, in addition, they also possess trimmer
1: sense. Hmm. so no going invisible.
3: Hey, uh, anybody pick up a scroll of freedom of movement?
1: I have the ring, so I. I'm, oh, okay, I was like, we, need, we should put that I'll, on I'll someone if they need this it. This next round.
2: Yeah, because no, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't either. Well, I can't cast it,
3: so it would have been a use magic. Device, I thought you
2: had something like your vest or something. I have a shirt. I don't need it. I only had the scroll because of uh, uh, Hollis. I'm just gonna stay away.
4: All right, I don't think either one of these things are in range yet. Nope, that one's even further away. Okay, I guess I'm just gonna ready to cast a flame strike when one of these things gets in with t- gets in 250 feet of me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: <laughs> From Masika, we go to Citra Nahamra. All six of you.
2: I was going to say, I'm not really sure I have much. Uh... Actually, go ahead and, uh,
0: I don't even know what I'd classify this under. Actually, I'm not going to classify this under anything because this is technically rules knowledge, and so I'll just go ahead and give it to you. Uh, you are aware that these things seem to be moving at about 240 people per round. Uh, mechanically speaking, they're basically taking a uh, the equivalent of the run action. They're, like, leaping, hitting the ground, scurrying, all the rest of that. Mechanically speaking, while you're moving at four times your regular movement speed, you are denied your dexterity bonus to your AC. Unless they have the run feat.
3: I mean, you couldn't sneak attack them because it's more than 30 feet away, but you could just hit them. I could. Although, if they get to you, they're like 300 and something feet away. So if they got to you and you stabbed them, they would still be flat-footed. Well, whatever, denied their dexterity. So maybe you would get a sneak attack off? Uh,
1: Rick, Rick, you said they were going at 240 uh, feet around? hmm they're going 27 miles an hour. They're fast. Yep. Wow. That's really fast.
2: That's uh, that's too fast.
1: That's too furious. I don't know. You do you. Yikes.
2: Yeah, I I think I shell ready to stab whenever they close in. Okay. Yeah, they won't quite get to you. I mean, they might be able to hit reach you, but you can't
3: reach them. Yeah.
0: Citra, readies. Hollis Starkweather.
3: You know what? Hollis has fireball. Hollis is gonna toss a fireball down <laughs> on the nice the one to the south. I don't know which side of the west east side of the pyramid, maybe? Yeah, you're approaching well You're approaching
0: from the northeast, so yes, the eastern side of the pyramid.
3: Cool, so I'm going to toss myself down a fireball there, and they can go ahead and make a reflex save.
1: An old blue? Alright. An old time blue. To see, time to see how their reflexes.
3: Hopefully not great, because they're big-o.
1: That would be a ten.
3: They <laughs> fail! They fail, baby! They All fail! Alright, we found
1: their weak point. <laughs> A
3: fireball streaking
0: across the distance and slamming into the eastern scorpion.
3: Baby blue. All right. 34 damage.
0: A solid hit as the fireball streaks across the distance and slams into the scorpion. It does not appear to be fire immune. Good.
3: That's nice. Our fireworks, y'all. And then Hollis is going to fly up into the air and move back a little bit. Further back.
1: Brave, (laughs) brave, brave. How high are you flying into the air?
3: Um, yeah, fifteen's good.
0: Okay, so Hollis soars up into the sky, bringing us to the recently fireballed scorpion. It will go ahead and come charging down at y'all, descending the rest of the way down off of the pyramid.
4: Hey, I believe it's within my Uh,
0: once range. it ends its turn, it's about 120 feet away from you.
4: Yep, good old so blue. my readied action goes off. More fire! So, right. flame strike, 15, d6, so, I do 53 points of damage. Now,
0: let me Eight. go ahead and get his reflex save in here. Ooh, that is better, but that is only still 21.
4: Yeah, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I see what
1: this fight is going to be. It's going to be the, the front line trying not to die while they get hammered with magic.
0: As Basika summons so down another column of flames.
4: Half fire, half divine.
0: Striking the scorpion as it attempts to close on the party. Taking us from said scorpion to the other scorpion which comes charging down before hitting the earth beginning to make its way forward stinger raised up high clacking its four claws Mm. okay little pincers as they attempt to perform a pincer maneuver okay from the scorpions we go to pseudocontar
1: Okay, so by my measurements, one is 110 and one is like 105 away. I still have basically nothing I can do because like shooting them with a crossbow just seems like a waste of effort. (laughs) Um, Hilarious. (laughs) Just little tinking little toothpicks off of them. So Sudi is going to um, swift action get big, standard action to switch out which of his rings is active, taking off his uh, ring of natural armor, which is probably not going to do anything anyway and uh, turning on his ring of freedom movement because apparently I'm about to get grabbed a bunch. Okay. My poor AC drops by three. Mm. So
0: Sudi enlarges, prepares himself.
1: Yeah, pre- prepares for the hurt that's about to get done upon him.
0: Uh, I believe you have move action remaining if you'd like to take it.
1: Um, is it worth, like, God, these things have such a massive threat range. My gosh, and they have a, what, 30-foot reach? Uh, most likely. Oh my God. Masika
0: could confirm that.
1: They're gonna get you gonna get you get you get you get you one way or another um alright I'm gonna go I think just outside of their threat range going after uh, the one that we have fireballed and flame flamestripped okay so that is me moving 65 feet basically straight north straight uh southish
0: okay so Sudi rushes forward and stops just outside of its certain range Citra Nahamra.
2: Honestly, I think I'm going to stand my ground and continue readying because I have two spellcasters behind me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, I'm literally going to try to hold one of them off. So yeah, that's my well, plan.
2: <laughs> also, if the other one closes in on me, there's an easier chance for us to flank it. So Oh, good point, yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to hold my ground and ready that if he gets within my striking range, I shall uh, I shall two-weapon fight him with Makukri's as if I would use something else, but, you know, sometimes then you feel the need to clarify. Hmm. <laughs> you might have picked up a stick or a rock. That's true.
0: All right, so Citra prepares herself. I'll start with her.
3: Okay, uh, that seemed to work. Hall is going to toss another fireball down on Old Blue. Okay. He can get himself a reflex save. Oh, now
0: we're getting a little higher up there. 24.
3: How dare he save my third level spell DC? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so he'll take out. i going to have to start disintegrating him. <laughs> I don't have another Disintegrate today. I oh. thought we were going to
3: fight some Spellcasters, so I have lots yeah, of things for Spellcasters. <laughs> um, uh, so, so half of 42 is 21 damage to that guy.
0: Okay. Does Still it? a solid hit as another fireball streaks across the distance.
4: He almost took the meaning of life, the universe, and everything to the face. It's true. It's true. And then I'm just uh, going to you know,
3: fly around behind the chariot, trying to okay. figure out the best way to hide from these giant scary monsters.
0: All right. From there we go to Masika of the Beckon.
4: Hmm. So these things are shrouded in electricity or the electricity that's in this area definitely isn't hurting them.
0: It seems to be having no effect on them. You don't, again, black scorpions, standardly speaking, are not immune to electricity. Yeah, It's quite but... possible that they're specifically immune to the electricity that comes off of the pyramid. You don't know that. Or they might be immune to all electricity, period.
4: Yeah. I just, I don't have very many things that aren't, you know, electricity.
0: A little fire and lightning should liven things up.
4: Oh my god, who says that?
0: Uh it's just one of the random catchphrases from Icewind Dell.
4: That's what I thought. I guess I will use my other flame strike just just because these things are probably very very dangerous. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I will attack the one that we've all already been hitting.
1: All right, that all Hollis blue. and
4: I have already been hitting.
1: Focus For 53 fire.
4: 53 points of damage again. Hey, there That's you go. Interesting. Fail your save, Mr. Man.
0: And that one is substantially better. That is a oh. 27.
4: Ooh. Oh, that'll save. Jerk. Per Jerk hop.
1: But still. It so takes that 26.
0: Guy. So, still a solid 26 points of damage as another column of fire slams into this thing. As it is again taking two fireballs and two flame strikes as it continues to rush forward towards the party.
1: I'm concerned that this has many hit points. Which actually brings us to blue. Here we go. Um, since Sudi
0: stopped exactly out of its certain yeah, range. Yeah, I,
1: I realized that as soon as I said that, I was like, he's gonna be able to five-foot step and full attack It will me. take
0: a little five-foot scuttle there and full attack. <sighs> yeah, Sudi, why?
1: that's on me. Yep, that's on me.
0: Um, yeah. So let's go ahead and, uh, we'll go ahead and start with the stings. Okay. Yes.
1: A 30. <laughs> I feel like they're not gonna have a hard time hitting me. Oh. Uh, that is a
0: 26, which I don't think is gonna hit.
1: Wow, that actually misses me!
0: I'll go ahead and use a swift action to sting again. So that is a 33. Ah, that hits me. Uh, so the sting slams you for 16 points of damage. I will need a fortitude save. Okay.
4: CD's not a high enough level monk to be immune to poison and stuff, is he?
1: No, I'm only immune to disease. Mm. Um, okay, so fort save. I've got a plus 20, so there's that. That's good. Okay, apparently 17 is the number of the episode. I roll a 17 for a 37.
0: All right, you think you're good, even as this thinger slams into you. Its first claw then snaps around at you. That is a 40.
1: Poof, yeah, that hits. Six
0: For 19 points of damage.
1: Okay.
0: So it will attempt to grab.
1: I have freedom of movement, so I swoop yeah. out of
0: there. So you just kind of pop out of it, uh, then snap around with the other claw. And that, however, is a 32. That, that hits. Oh, I'm uh, for 18 points of damage as the other claw snaps around and slams into you. Okay. Ow. That brings us to Red.
1: But not as ow as I was expecting.
0: You know, Red's just going to go ahead and take the charge action. Uh-oh. uh Charges forward straight at Citra and stings from 30 feet away. Jerk. That's a plus two to hit with this, and that might not even be necessary. That is a... Let me double check and make sure I'm doing my math right here. Yep. And it's a 41.
2: Yeah. But does he hit me?
0: So let me go ahead and uh, I'll roll that for everyone. Uh-oh. Uh-huh. I believe you uh-huh. said that there's uh, five images, correct? So six of you.
2: Six total, yes.
0: So I just need to roll one. I roll two.
2: Hey, your so image pops, pops So one image. of
0: your images pops. Okay. It kind of pauses, sort of like scuttles back and forth as if trying to uh, figure out exactly what's going on.
2: <laughs>
0: Again, not even a zero intelligence, a dash for intelligence. So. <laughs> oh. <laughs> not, none. That's just just that's none. a little sad. Sudikantar. You're not grappled, at least.
1: Yeah, I'm not grappled. Um, that actually didn't hurt as much as I thought it was going to, which is amazing. Um, so I am going to flying kick into this uh, scorpion. Okay. Um, it does provoke attacks of opportunity as normal, so he will get an attack of opportunity on me, but I do need to close the distance to him. So this is what it okay. is.
0: So CD goes flying kick forward. It will go ahead and sting out with its stinger again. Stinger, I'm not rolling great for this guy. However, that is a 30 even.
1: Uh, That is hitting my AC exactly right at the moment.
0: Exactly.
1: The Uh, stinger lashes
0: forward. Go ahead and make me a fortitude save against that. All right. It's this poison that's the ticking time bomb kind of part of this. Yeah, it
1: is. That's a 14 for a 34.
0: 34 will succeed, though. You still, (laughs) however, take 18 points of damage as the stinger slams into you. You are
1: mostly rock at this point. I mean, I am a lot of rock
3: nearly knocking
0: you off course although you still manage to just kind of like the stinger slams into you you grab the stinger with both hands for a moment and, like kick into the side of it as it begins to pull you in
1: yeah Ouch. okay uh, then I'm going to kick and punch and flurry blows many times on him all right here we go all right so
0: still just out of the range
1: of that electricity yes I'd like to stay that way um okay that's a five for a 29 can I hit the bus? <laughs> A 29
0: solidly slams into the side of it to no effect as you rebound off its natural armor, which is higher than 29.
1: What? No. You do hit the side of the bus. Well, that's unfortunate. I roll again. Oh, that's good. As a side note, it does
0: have a plus 28 natural armor.
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh. Are you serious? Wow. Uh, Okay, Uh, second attack is a 12 for a 36.
0: A 36, however, you do find a joint between the again almost these like six inch thick carapace plates that surround it it's literal exoskeleton as you manage to find a joint and plunge your fist in
1: oh good golly um okay so that is going to be 17 points of damage a solid blow is this non-lethal no. I just felt like I would ask. <laughs> Kill the vermin, man. It's a big old bug. These don't even have intelligence scores. They're not considered intelligent creatures.
0: Uh, it'd be great if there was a druid less here that's just like than wild empathy.
3: Uh, a vermin druid specifically. <laughs> uh, a vermin
1: druid. Yeah, my wild empathy. It would be uh, a real clutch time to be a vermin druid, but no, uh, no full lethal with these guys. Yeah, I think that some, was some my sort my of like shrink backup. thing.
0: Rides the, the scorpion into battle against Poketep at the end.
3: Ouch, oh my ouch. Gosh. We just don't fit Remember in here. Him? Ouch, ouch. <laughs>
1: You enslaved him. He's here to re- wreak revenge. Yeah, how all dare right, you? Um, you didn't
3: even know his name. It's. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. All right, third attack. Here we go.
0: It'd be really great for the rave and all the black lights to have a scorpion in there.
3: Oh, yeah, it's in there like. <laughs> <laughs> dum, 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 dum.
1: All right, so that's a 19 for a 38. A
0: 38 will, again, as you slide under a punch up into the underside of this thing's massive carapace. I
1: target all of the pieces of him that are red. Yep, that's where the weak points are. Yeah, you know, ducking and that, weaving as its works. claws
0: are like slamming down towards you over why, and over again. Why am I again. feeling like
1: we're pl- I'm playing Dark Souls at the moment? <laughs> yep, because uh, we are. It's all about it's all about, it's all exactly about timing the moves and like finding the the r- routine of his strikes. Um, God, just, I hope
4: not. I suck at
0: those. City does know rule number one of Dark Souls, I hope, which is stick to that booty.
4: Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. that is the first <laughs> rule of every Dark yeah, Souls
1: that, game. That is <laughs> how you get through Dark
2: Souls. <laughs> yep, stick to the just butt.
1: stick to that booty. <laughs> all right, so I do twenty points of damage to him. Another solid hit
0: as you slam into him again. It is still going I mean, as it's I like I imagine it's, it's going to be
1: just a monster. Alright, third attack. This is going to be the long shot one because uh, I only have a uh, your plus fist, 14 to this.
0: Your fist slams up into its underside. This green ooze just pours out over you.
1: Yep, that's a no. I uh, only got a 3, so that's going to be a 17. So I'll go ahead and use an extra uh, key strike and then I'll do my haste strike.
0: Very well. Soody touch, and rolls, launching, scabbering across the sand out from underneath its cage like legs. He strike. Launches up into an attack.
1: (sighs) So that is a uh, seven, which is only going to get me a 31.
0: A 31 will connect as your fist slams into the mandibles of this thing.
1: All right. There we go.
0: Ducking past another swipe from its tail as you launch up to the attack.
1: And that's uh, 15 points of damage on that one. All right. Haste attack.
0: Yep. Another solid blow. Bring it back around with the haste hit as you leap forward.
1: All right, so that's a 12 for a 36.
0: A 36 will strike your target as you kick it in the side of its armor-plated head.
1: Uh, That is 21 points of damage.
0: And another solid hit as it stumbles back but continues to bear down on you.
1: I don't suppose it's looking weaker.
0: (laughs) You don't know if pertinent... The group has inflicted over 200 points of damage on it.
1: Oh
2: my god. That's a really bad
1: sign. Thank you for sharing that. That
2: doesn't really make me feel good. That's a really
1: bad sign. This thing probably has 300 hit points. You you know what the really bad sign actually is? There's another one? The other one's uninjured. Yes, exactly. That's the real problem. (laughs) I believe that's the end of Sudi's turn. That is the end of Sudi's turn. Citra Nahamra. Oh
2: my god. I, I can't do anything to it.
1: Don't try to flank with me. I don't. You're gonna be right in the middle of the electricity, which may do you more than 30 points of damage. Really just sense. maybe. Yeah. Well, you also you have good reflex saves, so that's a maybe. It's more the problem that you'll be atta- uh, provoking two. Well, actually, no. I ate one of the attacks of opportunity, so it might unless have it has combat reflexes. Then. Yeah, you know. it
2: might have more than one. But also, I'm just without my flank, I can't really do much to these guys in the way of damage. Uh, okay. Uh, well, I mean, I could cast a fireball on it.
0: Fireball it. You could fireball the other one if you wanted to.
2: Well, I'd like to get the one that's already taken two hundred points of damage to see if I can <laughs> and maybe, you know. maybe
1: drop it. Yeah, because yeah.
2: it seems to be reacting to the fire. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. You know what? I, it'll still leave me with one as an oh crap button. So I'm gonna go ahead and use my helm of brilliance and cast a fireball upon it.
0: Okay. So you turn, extend a hand. Well, I guess turn, bring a hand up, pull a, uh, a ruby off of your helmet, throw it across the distance as it expands into a massive ball of fire as it detonates next to the thing. You will get a reflex save.
2: Yes. And I'm doing the one that's already been hit.
0: Okay. And he gets an 18.
2: That fails.
0: Oh, wow.
1: Nice.
2: All right. I do, uh, 36 points of damage.
0: So you just kind of turn, hurl this bead across the distance. Sudi, you know, after slamming this this spinning kick into the side of this thing's head, launches off. Probably does that like rolls onto his back and springs back up, sand clinging to his body from all the like the whatever blood and ichor that fuels this thing.
1: Hey, it's also a little itty bitty bitty bit more armor. <laughs> Yep. As a
0: beach streaks past Suti's shoulder, slams into the bulk of this thing, and detonates as blood and viscera splatters everywhere, and chunks <laughs> of meaty chunks of scorpion nice. come raining nice. down from the sky. Nice magic. He's dead, Jim. Cool.
1: Yes. <laughs> All right. So we got one. We got one, y'all.
0: You have a move action remaining, Citra.
2: Well, then I'm going to try to tumble and get uh, right up in its grill. There you
0: go. Yeah, <laughs> For next All right. turn. do it. Uh, go ahead and make me an acrobatics check.
2: Okay, hold on. Let me mark off that I used that.
0: I'm not going to lie. This is going to be probably one of the most difficult acrobatics checks. Citra but you're has also ever mirror
2: imaged, so right. Right. I am mirror imaged and I just rolled good. E. Right. Uh, not a nat 20, but it was an 18.
0: All nice. right, it's still going to be close.
2: That gets me a 47.
0: Mm. 47 Ooh. will fell.
2: Oh, Actually, yeah, you tumble it's past this thing.
1: He's a you scorpion. You know this thing's got 50 plus, for sure. Wow. He's a biggie boy. He's a big boy.
2: Could I even pass that? You rolled an 18? Yeah.
0: It's within the realm of possibility. So I had a roll at
2: 20. 20. Yeah,
1: on a nat 20. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's what, right. that, that's what I'm hearing, too.
0: <laughs> I'll, I'll go ahead and give you this, even though this is a little behind this, the curtains here, but for Sudi's edification... It does have a 61 combat maneuver defense against trip.
1: <laughs>
2: Jesus! I mean, to okay. be
1: fair, I have a uh, I have a 51 versus
0: trip. So it will go ahead and take that attack of opportunity.
2: Sure will.
0: That yeah. is a perfect 20, which will hit Uh-oh. threat.
2: Which it's mirror true? image? Mirror does image. It
0: All right, this is going to be the telling one.
2: It's got a one in five chance.
0: So, rolling a 1d5, I get a three.
2: That does not hit me. Critical the image. (laughs) So it does critical
0: one of the images because you don't want to be critical by this thing. No, (laughs) i sure sure
2: don't. (laughs) I'm sure.
0: As Citra rolls forward, another one of her images bites the dust being slashed by this thing's stinging tail. Again, it is striking with haste-like speed. So even though all of you are hasted, it is still difficult to even keep track of it, despite its bulk. From Citra, we go to Hollis Starkweather.
4: Hmm.
3: I wonder if it just has spells cast on it. We could just uh, different, uh, different trick. Um, <laughs> Hollis is gonna, well,
1: hurt this thing.
3: Hollis is gonna run forward, putting herself out of range of its horrible snappy pincers, but in a position to cast Cone of Cold in such a way not to hit her friends. Okay. But still hit this monster. Let me make sure. Hollis I got rushes place.
0: forward. Cone of Cold.
3: Yeah, that should still put him in range.
0: Nope. Well. That's a really good roll for it, but I don't actually know if a... It's a 23. Mm. That's really good for this guy.
3: That is exactly my save DC for 5th level spells.
1: Oh. 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 So that's
3: annoying. But it's a lot of damage
0: Jessica anyways. was hoping for another
1: 10.
3: <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs>
1: It had uh, it up like he, they between had terrible, terrible it reflex, and we were just thinking they were never going to make the saves.
3: It seemed like they had bad reflex. Uh, I got a 46, uh, so that's going to be 23 points of cold damage.
1: However, a
0: cone of cold blast forward cracks off of this thing as icicles begin to form as it rolls up across side of it. You know, one of its pincers comes up and shields its face from the blast as it continues to try to sting down at Citra. It was like springing back and forth as these things are like thunking down left and right around you. Digging not furrows a- into the sand. Still, first blood to Hollis, taking us to Masika of the Beckon.
4: Masika is going to take a deep breath and then run up to this thing. What? Ah!
1: All right. Okay.
4: I Let's- have to touch it. Oh, no.
1: Oh, no. He's going to touch it. Does it does not have combat reflexes, so you oh, close oh, on it. Oh, there's that. Okay.
0: All right. Basically, as it's turned its full attention to Citra, now it's like half snow blind from this blast of ice in the side of its face.
4: All right, so I need to touch it.
0: All right, reach out and touch Faith.
1: I'm sure it's it's touch AC can't be very good. Nice. Hey. I mean that's perfect twenty
0: will automatically hit threat. Uh, thirty
4: three. Yes, that's thirty three.
0: A thirty three will confirm your critical hit as you dive forward, reach up, and grab onto the thing.
4: All right, so I cast Stricken Heart. It's gonna take two d six points of negative energy damage. So that's doubled. So that's seven. So it takes 14.
0: Stricken Heart sounds like it's an emotion effect.
1: It does, (laughs) yeah.
4: Um, Oh, hey. So he was just going to be staggered for one round, but I criticaled, so he staggered for one minute instead. Nice.
1: Cool. Necromancy spells are so good. That's that's actually huge. That is is important. I think he can still take the swift action sting, though.
0: That brings us to the staggered scorpion. Masika just delivered that staggered effect. Also, it really doesn't know what's going on with Citra there. And Hollis is blasting it with spells.
1: There's a big old Sudi over here.
0: It'll go ahead and take a five-foot step closer as it begins to shuffle around. Hmm? Keeping an eye on that Hollis over there. At which point, it'll go ahead and sting down at Masika. Uh, I don't actually think that a 30 will hit. Nope. Very well. So a 30 will not hit. It'll go ahead and uh, swift action sting. That, however, is a 40 even.
4: Yeah, that'll hit me. Yikes.
0: Go ahead and make me a fortitude save.
4: Yeah, I only have a 36. I roll a 12 for a 24.
0: Very well. So you take 25 points of damage. That will also fail against the poison.
1: Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. That's really bad. Oh, no. We'll just do this. Does Masika have removed poison? Masika
4: has neutralized poison.
1: Okay. All right.
0: Uh, 25 points of regular damage. You also take immediately three points of strength damage, two points of dexterity damage, and two points of con damage.
2: Oh! oh. Dang. As this uh-huh. singer uh-huh.
0: slams into Masika, drives her down to a knee, you feel this one convulsive pulse and the entire left side of your body starts to go numb. Wow.
1: Jeez, all three stats too. That's rough.
0: But of course, if constitution
1: hits zero, that's also yeah, that's death. death. So. Yes, that is very bad.
0: From the scorpion, Cedicontar. Uh
1: I am going to run in to base face contact with it, uh, so that I am flanking it uh, opposite of Masika and Citra, who's like five feet back from it. Uh, that is too much movement for me to uh, to like do the flying kick thing again. So I'm just going to get the one punch. Critical.
0: Do you guys want me to be nice?
3: Uh, yes. Of course.
0: The most tactically sound thing for you to do would be to ready an action.
3: Oh, because because Citra is not off. threatening, oh, so opportunists would be. Oh, that's a good
1: point. Be. I already.
0: <laughs> You're welcome.
3: Do you want me to be nice always? I run up. I'm ready to. <laughs> i ready. Okay, I, I got to
1: do my anime wind up right. So I do the anime. Start in the start anime mailing. wind up for okay. for the one punch.
0: <laughs> that was my act of mercy for this book.
1: Uh, so <laughs> no, no, early. We <laughs> did. <can>. Oh no, <laughs> we, we blew it. it so fast.
0: I'm not going to lie, the stab lock on these things is obscene. I was we really worried. About I'm, I'm it glad you guys managed the to take that, uh, that first one down so quickly. So how, yeah,
1: many, spells. how many TPKs does this fight have? <laughs> so many high-level
0: spells. Uh, Sudi rushes forward. Take S2. Citra Nahamra.
2: Citra is going to take a five-foot step forward.
0: <laughs> Sudi's ready to action, but then go off.
2: I punch! Yep. Punch! Which is going to
3: activate Opportunist, and a beautiful synergy is born.
1: It is. Uh, oh, good. Uh, that, Assuming it, he hits. <laughs> again, weirdly, 17 is the number my die wants today. So that's a 17 Yay, for a good. 41. A 41
0: will strike your flanked target.
1: 41. Oh, uh, 43 with Woo. the flank. And haste. 42. <laughs> 43.
2: 44. <laughs> 44. <laughs> Forty <four. Man.
1: laughs> hey, I hit it. That's all that matters. This is just for second edition where all those numbers <laughs> matter because I might crit. Um, so that's 20 points of damage to him. <laughs> a solid hit.
2: My opportunist goes off. So many stabs. I would like to take advantage of that. Oh okay. right. So thank you for giving me that 17 karma.
1: Hey, 17 <laughs> <17th laughs> crew. I just rolled a 17. The number of the book is 17 on our dice. It is, not it is on the somewhat on because I think on I rolled eyes. at
0: least 117 for a reflex save for this yes, guy, too. Yes, it was too.
1: upsetting.
2: So uh, that is a 36, 37 with the haste, 39 with the flank.
0: 39 will strike your flanked target.
2: That was a threat.
1: Yeah. Uh, threat
0: roll to confirm.
2: I don't think, though, that a 24 will confirm.
1: 24 will not confirm a critical <laughs> yeah, I didn't hit. Nah, think their so. AC's around 31. So. Uh, yeah, so
2: you know what? I could try. Hey,
1: you know what? You still hit it.
2: Mm-hmm. I did. Okay, so I'm assuming the electricity from my Kukri will do nothing, but the fire should still, yes?
0: Uh, That is a good assumption. Okay. All right. Such a big old boy.
2: He is Biggie. Or she. Okay. Oh, that's so pretty. I love when there's so many sixes. Yes. So that is 20, 30. All right, so that is uh, 41 points of regular damage and six points of fire damage.
0: Nice. A solid blow as you ram your blade into it.
2: All right, uh, and then uh, I guess I'll go ahead and take my actual turn. Okay. And I would like to uh, two-weapon fight. I would yeah, also like be- to debilitate and bewilder him. Okay. So
0: so minus six to his uh, attacks and defense against you, minus two against everyone else.
2: Correct. And I have my haste attack coming. So you have so. five opportunities to murder
3: the bejesus side of this oh thing. My gosh. I mean,
1: if you hit with them all, it's murder time.
3: You are the exterminator. <laughs> I believe in you.
2: <laughs> all right.
3: Exterminate.
1: No. Not
2: mm-hmm. a great roll, but you know, we'll take it. 13's not bad. All right. So that is a 30 plus the haste plus the flank. That is a 33.
0: 33 will strike your flanked debilitated target.
2: Dice. Such much dice. Oh, that was a terrible roll. Ten. That's probably the the lowest a sneak attack I've rolled in a while. That was four ones, Uh, five ones. Sorry. Ah, That was a lot of ones. Uh, Still thirty points of damage because there were two sixes in there. Uh, Thirty points of regular damage and two points of fire damage. Hmm.
0: Another solid blow.
2: Okay. then my second attack. Oh, there we go. That's a pretty little 19. Mm. 31 plus 3 for the haste in the flank. That's a 34. There's a threat.
0: A 34 will hit threat. Roll to confirm.
2: Ooh, I think this will confirm. That is a 17 plus 12 plus 3, which is a 32 to confirm.
0: 32 will confirm your critical hit.
2: Nice. That would be uh, 52 points of regular damage and 2 points of fire.
0: Wow. Another solid hit as you continue to slam your blade into it, ramming over and over again as it's distracted by Sudi. It is still going.
2: Okay, offhand attack. There's a 31.
0: A 31 will hit your flanked, debilitated target.
2: Nice. That'd be 41 points of regular. Oh, wait, my offhand doesn't have anything special. 41 points.
0: (laughs) as you finally drive up to your shoulder as you plunge your weapon into it and manage to skewer something you think vitally important. As it flails and nearly drags you down to the ground before the titanic scorpion
1: falls still. Citra got both the kills on this, by the way.
3: I'm here
2: for Uh, it. Yeah, but (laughs) the only reason I was able to get a kill on the first one is because the casters had taken it out pretty much the rest of the way. I mean, I and did then, some stuff too, uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, yes, you did Hollis, some stuff too. Do you have too. any action that you wish to <laughs> take before it gets to
1: around to Masika's one, turn? No. <laughs> oh, I was oh, like, what? I need oh, to cast Neutralize
4: Poison.
3: Yeah, I don't have anything to help with. Can I, I don't think there's anything I can do to help with that. So.
0: That brings us back to Masika of the Beacon.
4: All right, I'm going to cast Neutralize Poison. Um, it's a d20 plus my caster level check against the DC of the poison. So.
0: All right. You chant in tone, call upon divine powers.
4: A 13, which gets me a 28 on the check.
0: A 28 will succeed by one. <gasps> oh, as you call wow. upon divine t- power, touch yourself as you feel this wash of energy go through you. And do you think you're good?
1: Wow. It's a good thing you had that prepared.
0: I'm curious how difficult that 27 DC would have been for everyone else if it wasn't uh, I'd just striking i have to roll suiting. a six or
1: lower to fail that. On I nine. have to roll
3: a 19 <laughs> oh. on the die to hit a 27.
1: I have to hit a seven to hit the 27.
4: And then Masika is gonna cast Restoration on herself and get rid of all the ability damage.
1: Okay. Once again, high level play. It's like, oh, I just got badly poisoned and took a bunch of stat damage. Goodbye.
0: It was still a hundred gold worth of diamonds to get rid it's of all the true, stat damage. Go it's true. diamonds. <laughs> yeah.
1: Which I guess is a lot.
0: How much? Uh, how many diamonds do you guys have? So I much. had
2: enough to cast limited wish once, and I used it. Uh, we have seven hundred and fifty diamond dust. We're just gonna go find Hackett's like treasure room and just raid it for we, you got
1: we just start throwing here, away man. all of the other gems and just take the diamonds. It's just
3: obsidian, though. None of it's diamonds. We're have No all like, oh,
1: answers. We already put it all in obsidian. All right. Well, um, you know, I don't suppose that it was one of the trials, was it?
3: The trials uh, are just a fancy way of saying he's got some wings of his dang pyramid. And I'm pretty sure the trials
4: are inside the pyramid. Oh, yeah, probably.
1: Well, be, there I go getting hopeful again.
4: Narmer, you might as well get in the bag until you get inside. Oh, man. Yeah.
1: Okay. The four of
0: you stand here, sand blowing past, scorpions dead, splattered all over the place around you. Well, one of them splattered all over the place, the other one's just dead.
2: One only got blowed up a little. <laughs>
1: I mean, he threw the gem right in his chest.
0: You're currently at the northeast corner of the, uh, the pyramid, which means that you can see the northern and eastern faces. Uh, on the eastern face, you can see a long set of steps ascending up to a height, maybe some almost 300 feet up yeah. the face of the pyramid. The, on the northern face, you can see a set of stairs ascending up to a height that maybe some 200 feet.
4: It's not like we have a map. Just whichever staircase is closer and then go up the stairs. Didn't the Hummer tell us the layout of this place? No. No. he just told
0: you that there were four wings, but he told you that he went in through the Crypt of Air. Because Ah. he didn't have to go to the other ones because the pyramid hadn't been sealed at that point.
1: Fair. But we're going to have to go to all of them. Let's just go to the closest entrance. How about that? Yeah, and...
0: If you're at the corner, they are equal distance.
1: Oh. Oh, we get to pick.
0: There's only one that's 200 feet
1: upstairs. The other one is 300 feet. Uh, I mean, we have electricity resistance if we want to do the air one first.
2: We don't know. They're not labeled. Oh,
1: yeah. Good point. Yeah, we don't know. You could
2: also
0: feasibly circle the pyramid if you wanted to know the other two.
2: I figure Citra just looks at Narmer and goes, eeny, meeny, miny, mo."
3: (laughs) The dark side of the pyramid or the bright side of the pyramid? I guess the
2: dark side. Yeah, let's go dark side. Let's this start with the dark side. Like, come on. You thought Heather was the dark side. We were just talking about how metal side? this
1: entire encounter was. So, why not start with the dark side <laughs> of the pyramid?
0: So, the the north face of the pyramid.
1: Yep. Oh, it's the north face, too. North face,
3: everybody get your brand sponsorship going. <laughs> Put on this your jacket. This episode
1: brought to you by your local hospital. What? What? Know, know where it is when you get poisoned. You're, weird. You're that was a, weird. That was
2: a segue that didn't work.
1: I was trying not to plug the north face. <laughs>
2: Uh, I don't think we're actually plugging it. I think we're making fun of plugging That's
1: it. A joke. <laughs> we are making fun of plugging it.
0: I suppose the lot of you turn. Gather yourselves back together. Make your way. Don't know if any healing's getting done. Uh, Could use some.
2: I didn't get hit. Oh,
0: Pause for healing. You turn. Make your way along the northern face of the building. Watching the, the lightning crackle across the surface of this. Again, the steady stream of bolts of lightning coming down from above and striking, cascading down the side of the pyramid like water. The sand around the base of the pyramid seems to almost be constantly shifting as if the pyramid itself is slightly vibrating, which reminds, more likely than not Sudi more than anyone else, of flashback to training with the voices of the spire of being knocked to the ground, of training so hard that your hands shake under the strain of trying to pick yourself up again. Mm. As if somehow this pyramid is constantly straining to gain altitude again.
3: We should find its engine room and boop it. I bet it's in the end of it, though.
1: Oh, 100%, it's going to be in the end of it. You reach the
0: center of the northern face of this and find a set of stairs 10 feet wide. Taking this, uh, unbeknownst to any of you, unless you count or something like that, 180 feet up the northern face. Ahead of you, you see a large block cut into the face of this pyramid. As you begin to approach it, you can see a, a a block of stone blocks the way forward. A deep red stone carved with intricate geometric designs and hieroglyphs that surround a red metallic symbol of a flaming lash set into its surface.
1: All right, so Fire Temple.
2: Is this like, you know, Fifth Element where we got to have a match we touch it to the door (laughs) to make it open? (laughs) I
1: got no matches.
2: (laughs) We knew the
4: pyramid was sealed before it got set up into the air. There's no reason for us to think it was going to be open. Oh, I know. I'm just making a Fifth (laughs) Element
2: joke (laughs) because I love that movie. (laughs) Good movie.
4: What do the hieroglyphs say?
0: Approaching it, as I assume you all do. Yep, yep. Before you reach the platform, Citra, go ahead and make me a perception roll.
2: Yeah, yeah. Am I adding Mm. my uh, wonderful trap finding to this?
0: Go ahead and and add your trap finding bonus. Uh Uh-huh.
1: Uh-huh.
2: I rolled a 13 for a 39.
0: Before you reach the top of the platform, before you begin to approach the block, Citra, you can see a collection of magical runes. As you look over these, it seems like they're somehow tied to opening or activating this block. As if if you did it in the wrong way, you would trigger this trap.
2: It's like a combination lock.
0: Uh, Without observing the door, you're not positive. You're fairly certain that you can observe the door as long as you don't interact with it without issue.
2: Okay. So, um, looking good? Touching? No. Don't touch the door yet. All right. And honestly, none of you should touch it in general. I will touch the door. You don't touch the door. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I've been with you for a while now. I know how we do this. Just we don't touch that. Sure. We Generally. don't touch things ever. Yeah.
2: Well, that's not true. But anyway. I was about to say that is not true.
3: <laughs> we don't. touch We usually doors. try not to touch things. <laughs> you you touch the doors first,
1: especially when you tell us they're dangerous. You are the door keeper. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey. It only took six bucks <laughs> Wow,
1: well, we worked it in there. We got it. You're welcome. Good work, but, everybody. R- it's time to wrap. <laughs>
3: Uh, well you know we face off we gotta tell them we're the doorkeepers of the duat et cetera, et cetera. but that's not for another few episodes at least right
1: and I hope so I hope this is just be-
0: anyone that wishes to that reads ancient Osiriani sure. all, all of is, us can read the Osiriani hieroglyphs beneath the the flaming lash symbol it reads simply give tribute to the one to whom this crypt of flame is dedicated
2: I don't want to give him anything
0: anyone <laughs> that wishes to may make me a knowledge the plains or knowledge religion
2: yeah, i like, it's probably not
4: Hakatet. Where's my D20 there? Masika gets a 14 for a 30 on religion. I get a 8 for a 34 on planes.
1: Sudi rolls another 17 for some strange wow. reason, which with his uh, five religion gets him a whopping 22. Okay.
2: I don't know anything.
0: <laughs> Sudi, Sitcher, you both have no idea. No.
1: Yep. Yep. That tracks.
0: Masika, Hollis conferring for a couple of moments, looking mm. this over. You both come to two revelations.
1: Ah,
3: yeah, it's revelations, very good.
0: The first off is that you believe that this refers to a figure known as Orekor Sindeth. This is a legendary figure of ancient Osiriani myth. A legendary Baylor. Oh um, from the what? deepest pits of the outer plains. Oh wow. the lash.
4: The lash the lash
0: being the symbol of said baylor. Yeah,
4: yeah, they they have
1: fire whips. They do. All both right. of you,
0: both of you are aware that the traditional, quote unquote, tribute would be the sacrifice of an intelligent humanoid.
1: No, thank uh, you. We'll just no. on this was trap. Bad. Wait, why was he bad?
3: Oh, you got to sacrifice a, an intelligent, like a person,
1: to him. What?
3: No, that's He's stupid. He's a balor.
1: They're bad. You say that like I know what the Baylor is.
3: It's an Osirian legend. You got to know something about it. They're like
4: pointy horn.
1: Okay. They got fire Do you whips. remember
4: the forearm thing at the Sphinx?
1: Yes.
2: That's but way worse. Oh, okay.
1: Okay. Expectations <laughs> set now.
2: Well, <laughs> Citra would like to examine and see if there's a way to bypass this so we don't have to do any sacrificing to a Baylor. Well, you said there were runes or something? Are there yeah, or are some any of the runes of like, for sacrificing?
1: Probably the runes <laughs> you need to sacrifice something on in order to uh, open the, open the yeah, door. Yeah, we're not
3: going to do that.
0: The non-trap variant of the runes are the ones that you just read, which seems to just be the instructions on how to open this, which looks to be sacrifice an intelligent humanoid.
2: Why would well, you We're not going to do that.
3: Yeah, yep, let's just like, bypass this.
0: All of you note that the, the metal symbol on the block can be depressed.
2: It's a button.
0: Citra, looking this over, yeah, you think the bypass on this is sacrificing an intelligent humanoid.
2: That is the bypass.
0: It's either that or you press the button, or you attempt to disable it using disable device. Yeah,
1: disable this, I, guess. I don't think we want to sacrifice one of us and then bring them back and no, use that one seems of our like scrolls. A lot, that seems like way no too much you. work.
2: I'm just going to try to break his door. How about that? We're going to disable this.
1: Although this guy wasn't on our list, was he?
2: Oh, he may not actually be here. Oh, he's here. Why else would it be
4: asking you to do a sacrifice in his name on know. the outside of a door to a pyramid? He's he here.
3: Knows? Maybe that's what <laughs> happens if you fail it, is he gets summoned.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that would be a rough fight, considering there is no room on this it platform. or bad. On. <laughs> no, real not. bad.
0: Oh, add should to the maybe column on my list.
3: Okay, excellent.
2: maybe uh,
3: Don't we have like fifty people on that dang list?
0: Yes. I was thinking, should we should we offer fish and chicken or just, just <laughs> fish?
3: I think they can uh, they can have nothing. Let's offer nothing to them. It's their party. <laughs>
0: Should I offer cake and death or just death?
3: Just death. Just death. We're out of cake. The cake's we're for all, us. Oh, we're out of cake.
2: We <laughs> yeah, only had six glasses.
1: We're, having, we're, a de- eat we're having a death day party. The cake is for us. All right. All right, Citra. It's up to you.
2: Uh, So I start with a 33. I rolled a right. 12, which gets me a 45. Okay.
0: okay. That seems pretty good. So you have everyone give you a little bit of room. We're all Speak the, the, command all words the for your, uh, Your bracers. Uh, there actually isn't another landing. It's just a ah, single straight climb up here.
3: Just get back down the stairs a little bit.
0: Yep. It's 16 flights of stairs leading all the way up here. <laughs> mm, We're, we
1: are so tired.
0: Citra, you Hot flick blue. down your, uh, your gauntlets. Pull your tools. Set to work. Scratch away, scratch away. Reach up, scratch one of the runes. There's a soft tingling, like a sharp snap at the tip of your fingertips. You think it's safe?
2: Does that mean I can press the button?
0: If you wish to press the button.
2: Citra takes a very deep breath, closes her eyes, says a quiet little prayer to Osiris, and then pushes the button.
0: As you depress the button,
2: Uh the metal piece
0: slides flush with the wall. There is a loud click, followed by what seems to be the ticking, like various clockwork devices or clicks inside of the wall. As all of you probably take a step back about 10 seconds later or so, the block begins to sink rapidly in the floor. Oh, good. A blast of superheated air hits you in the face, Not as good. if you were standing in front of an open furnace, and the chamber beyond is illuminated in a soft but constant orange glow. The heat rolls off of you and out into the open air. You seem to be safe.
3: It's going to be hot in here.
0: Uh, If pertinent, if anyone wishes to, they may make me either a perception roll or a knowledge engineering.
1: Perception it is.
4: Perception, 16 for a 31.
1: I got a 10 for a 35.
4: Uh, Masika rolls a 16 for a 44 on engineering. And Citra rolls an
2: 11 for a 30 perception.
0: Okay. Uh, All of you do know one curious thing. Apparently this was not one solid block. It appears to have been two blocks, each of them five feet wide, placed back to back. That would
2: have squished you.
0: Yeah, you don't know? Maybe. Beyond, you see a wide chamber. Do you enter?
4: Yes. <laughs> it's time.
1: No, we turn around and go home.
4: Yep.
3: That's done too hot. Us.
1: I know we grew up in the desert, but this is just too hot for We've us. We've done it. We were successful. Let's leave.
2: <laughs> My brain is just on Fifth Element again, because I'm thinking, oh, the two walls sliding together, and this poor little monster. Ma- just trying to get to the door and sticking his hand through and giving him the key, and it's like, oh.
3: That's yeah, true.
0: A few things before you step inside. I don't know. Uh, first off, go ahead and give me a spellcraft check as everyone begins to pass through the open doorway.
1: Sure. Uh oh.
4: I roll a 9 for a 35. Mystica rolls a 10 for a 29. Roll a 12 for an 18. Ooh, this is a big old room. Biggie boy. Okay. I have a banishment. I did you! There's a baylor in here. I also have a
3: dismissal. We're covered on Actor Planer's shenanigans.
0: So, a couple of ground rules before we start. Uh oh. Uh oh. It's going to be fun. Uh oh. First off, both Hollis and Masika immediately feel a tingling sensation as you pass through this doorway. A quick moment to check, even a quick detect magic. Other than the fact that this entire place is suffused with so much magic, it's nearly blinding.
4: Oh my god, my eyes. Mm-hmm.
0: You are also aware that this specific part of the dungeon has additional mechanics to it.
1: Of course That's it does. great! Just great!
0: You are aware that all spells with the cold or water descriptor Cast inside of this area, pretty much the moment you step through the door, have a twenty percent spell failure rate.
3: Oh, I used all those before I came in.
0: <laughs> Unless, of course, you uh, can manage to basically manipulate your way through the magic, much akin to the way that Hollis manipulated her way through the magic back when you guys were dealing oh, with the, um, the sightless sphinx. Sightless sphinx.
3: So you just have
4: to make. In essence, checks. you
0: could make a spellcraft check as part of the check of rolling it. I don't just even have see any you cold spells left. It.
4: I have a cone of cold, and then I have a couple water-based spells.
0: In addition to that, more pertinent for all of you, the ambient temperature inside of this room, as you step forward, you can see a stony island sitting in the center of this crushingly hot chamber, surrounded by a lake of lava that bubbles and hisses malevolently. A dome ceiling arches overhead, narrow halls exit the chamber off towards the right and left, and a broader path lies at the far end of the chamber, although there is a gap between each of these walkways. You'll
2: yeah, we'll have to fly. Are we literally playing the floor is lava?
1: I think it seems are. that way.
0: Mechanically speaking, the room has an ambient temperature of 180 degrees.
3: Ooh. All right, I'm going to need to resist energy for us some more. Yeah, we're
1: going to need to resist some energies. Uh,
0: that means that uh deals lethal damage. Breathing the air in this environment will deal 1d6 points of fire damage per minute with no save.
2: All right, let's not step in yet. Hold on, everybody. Gather, gather. <laughs> um, my helm <laughs> provides me a fire resistance of 30. That's, oh, okay. probably, yeah, that's as good. good as mine, so I won't give that to you. You said
4: it's how many It's how many degrees? 180, 180 degrees. Ah. Uh, they did that just so endure elements. So
3: they. Yeah, that's
1: exactly what I was like. I was like, "That's just enough to be past endure elements." <laughs>
3: All right, Hollis takes a minute and prepares another resist energy communal outside on the porch. Uh, and <laughs> you then take I take one I'll... step
0: in and go, "Nope," and then step back out.
3: One second, y'all, come on back out of here. Uh, and then I'll put resist energy
4: fire on everyone that isn't Citra. Okay. Narver has a ten fire resistance. What? How much? How many damage did you say it was? D 6 Yeah, so Narmer's good.
0: Yeah, Narmer would be very uncomfortable to hold in here. I'll
4: just throw him at
3: <laughs>
1: our enemies. <laughs> well, they're all probably fire immune.
3: I also have a d uh, Or sorry, I also have 10 fire resistance just as part of my after, after stuff, so I will not cast it on myself so y'all can have more time. So that'll be three because Sugar doesn't have it. So 50 minutes each. Alrighty. 150 divided by 3, 50
4: minutes each. Yep. So you have 30 fire. That means I can still hold an armor. Oh, my spells are
1: getting
3: real low, y'all.
1: Good thing we brought some uh, some of those uh, abjurer abilities, because uh, this would be really rough. If we didn't have resist. I'm telling you,
3: abjurer wizards pretty baller. Well, part of it is I always have resist stuff because it's in my well, school. That's just like a good,
1: ca- like a good just to take as a wizard. It's always good to take.
3: Yeah, well, and the stuff, you get such cool ab like resist stuff for abjurers, you know, in general. That's really neat. Anyway. But uh, I only have two Dispel Magics left for third-level spells, so I guess that's what I'm looking at for third-level spells.
1: Alrighty. So with all that...
3: Now we can be hot but not dying.
1: Gonna be toasty.
3: It's gonna be like Texas. No, Texas doesn't even get this hot.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say, this is way hotter than Texas.
3: Y'all, it's a joke. I know, I was just thinking, like, we could cook spaghetti or <laughs> something.
1: You could literally boil water by just pouring it out of something. It would yeah. immediately be boiling. That's how hot this is. It's wild. Yeah,
3: Why like would he put lava? Like, this guy is extra. Harkatep is extra. Extra as heck, y'all. I don't You're understand just it. you now coming to that conclusion. But like lava, real lava in your
4: pyramid. Why? Also, Why I will it? point
0: out, Harkatep didn't design this. It was all just a sex. Just sex like what about a lava chamber?
4: <laughs> hey Narmer. Yep. remember that creepy vision about me dying? Yeah. Yeah, I think it involved fire.
0: Oh, what well, well, what was it?
4: Something about oh, did I have a fire? Vision? What was my vision. And arrows maybe. I don't I just remember fire and dying. Okay. I don't remember my vision so
3: I
1: wrote mine
4: it's
0: all
1: down fine. and it still has it, it still hasn't come down.
4: Hmm.
0: It may require someone to roll back the tape.
4: (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. I suppose you actually make your way into the room. Yeah. Again, stepping forward, there is a ten foot gap in the floor directly ahead of you before it leads to an island in the center of the fire here. The lava around here bubbles up and sits at a depth of about ten feet beneath the surface of the, uh, the platform, just far enough up that the splashing, bubbling, molten stone below doesn't actually reach the platform itself. Four statues stand at the corners of this chamber or at the very least the corner of the island in the center of the room that you can see through the heat haze in here. Uh, Mechanically speaking, the heat haze is not good, is not enough to cause uh, concealment. Each one of these four statues is curious. Mm. Each one of the statues standing at the four corners depicts a falcon headed humanoid with their arms supporting their distended bodies as they seem to be some sort of bloated representation of maybe a deific being. Each one of the statue's heads are thrown back, beaks wide open, as though waiting to be fed by some great mother bird. Uh, anyone that wishes to make me acknowledge religion.
3: I feel like they're like creepy Horuses.
4: I get a 7 for a 33. I see Carol's a 15 for a
1: 31. Okay. City so chooses not to know.
0: <laughs> Both of you can recognize that these seem to be depictions of raw although honestly created in a very mocking way.
4: Well, this guy follows Set and his wife follows Narlathotep. I don't think they're going to be very nice to the sun god. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's real
3: weird. This whole thing is, first of all, are those golems? Can y'all tell from this distance?
1: Uh, Using my golem bane scarab, I can hit, I believe, the first two of them. Yeah, they're both golems. All right, well, they're both golems. All right. I can assume the others on the far side of the chamber are probably going to be the same.
3: They're probably all gold. I don't have anything to prepare us for them, but
1: I guess what no are one they is made out of? That's a good question. What are they made out of?
3: Something that resists this kind of heat.
0: Metal, Well, they maybe. are magic, but still. Each one of these appear to be made of solid iron, stand approximately 10 oh. feet tall, and probably about 3,000 pounds. Ah, oh, nuts. Oh, Anyone that wishes to oh. may make me an knowledge I will do it. Now that you've been made aware of what these are.
3: All right, I roll right. a 12 for a thirty. 30- Eight.
0: Okay. With a 38, these are uncommon, but you do actually think you know what they are. Yeah. These are a rare form of construct known as a toffet.
3: <laughs> so cute sounding.
0: Known in some lands as furnace guards or iron gluttons. Oh, they have long served in the palaces and prisons of tyrants as vigilant sentinels and dreaded punishments. They tend to appear as rotund iron statues, often bearing caricatures of visages of past kings or dishonored nobles. These constructs all possess yawning maws capable of easily gobbling up smaller creatures. Yep. Right. Uh, upon consuming a victim, the animate statue becomes a walking prison, holding the victim within, within with little chance of escape. Yeah. They're often assembled in groups of up to a dozen, as they, in essence, make mobile prisons. Uh, no. You may ask pertaining towards the Tophet, two questions.
3: Okay, first of all, I want to know their defenses, because they're going to make us sad, I'm sure.
0: First off, they have damage reduction. Knowing what overcomes their damage reduction is a separate question. They also possess immunity to fire, as well as construct traits.
3: Including, like, immunity to magic or no?
0: Construct traits include immunity to death effects, disease, mind-affecting effects, charms, compulsions, phantasm, patterns, and morale effects, necromancy effects, paralysis, poison, sleep, stun, and any effect that requires a fortitude save unless it also works on objects. Constructs are not subject to non-lethal damage, ability drain, ability damage, fatigue, exhaustion, or energy drain. Uh, however, these are not const- these are not golems. They are constructs. Ergo, ah, okay. they are not immune to magic.
3: Uh, special attacks. I mean, obviously we know the, the Swallow Hole thing, but...
0: Yep, they possess Swallow Hole. Mm. Uh, swallow Hole does not do any damage. It just puts you inside of their belly. Okay. They also possess Trample, as they do have four legs and they can basically run over you.
3: Great. Mm. All right, y'all. They're going to eat you. And they're trying to run you over. So I suggest not being on the floor if you cannot be on the floor.
1: Well, I'm going to probably have to be on the floor.
3: Something will get past whatever the defenses are, but I don't know what that is.
1: You, say, you said they tried to follow us? Run on you. Or, or or swallow us? Swallow,
3: yep. And then you just so- hang out in their <laughs> so- belly. Sooty
1: size turns, turns on his uh, ring of freedom of movement again. Not anymore, they don't.
4: All right, good. I don't know if there's a way to bypass him or anything. I mean, I'm sure they're going to activate the second we, like, get on their platform I mean, them.
1: most likely they are tomb guardians, so... What if we fly? We are intruders.
2: I was going to suggest that as well. Could we just hop over them?
1: I mean, we could try it.
2: Maybe
3: it's like if you set foot on the platform. Well, we would not be setting foot upon the platform, and maybe that wouldn't activate them. I don't
2: know. I mean, do we know what our end goal in this room is? She just said for trials. She didn't exactly give us any specific. We have to get the key.
3: They're really into keys, so uh, I guess we're looking for an object.
1: And looking in here, there seems to be, what, three branches off of this room? So places we have to search.
4: Might as well float over there and see if something happens, right? Considering how obsessed Hakatep was with, you know, air, I imagine it's anything within a certain range of these things that activates.
1: Well, his greatest opponent would have been another wizard, so that would make sense, but we can try to fly.
4: I mean, we're going to have
3: to. Well, I mean, Some people could jump, but I don't want to take a risk of falling in lava personally.
1: You don't have a risk, don't you? Fl- aren't you flying like effortlessly or something?
3: Oh, yeah. No, I'm flying. I'm just saying like jumping. You could jump across most likely, but.
1: I mean, if, I could jump across. It's only about 10 feet.
3: But then you fall down in the lava if you miss, and I'm not a great jumper.
1: I mean, game mechanically, I have a 27 before I roll to <laughs> jump acrobatics.
3: <laughs> All right, well. Uh, we can get in It's really
1: whether we wanna I I wanna use one of my three charges for the off the winged boots.
3: Maybe somebody could fly forward and test the theory.
1: We all look at Hollis.
4: Uh
3: no.
1: <laughs>
4: my AC's a twenty six. Yep. I mean I think Masika has the highest AC. Uh, uh that's yeah, true. I think you got me beat at this point. I've got a thirty five. Yeah, I've got a thirty two. Alright. I guess Masika's gonna fly over and see if these things activate.
0: So using another round of your, or do you use it in round or do you use your fly in minutes?
4: It's uh, nearest in minutes. Okay. But I have like caster level minutes per day.
0: So Masika, you float off the ground, you fly your way forward. Again, Mm -hmm. there is blazing heat in here that you're vaguely aware of now through the magical protections. Mostly because there is this constant film of smoke. If you ascend up to a height of higher than 10 feet, you actually enter the smoke.
4: I'm not going to do that. I'm just basically floating over the lava and over this platform. And then these golems are going to try to murder me. So, you know,
0: you glide over, hover above the platform. No, you seem to be good.
4: Well, I'm going to actually move in. So I'm in between them because that's probably when they're going to start to attack. Because there's no way these things aren't triggered by proximity.
0: No, you seem to be fine.
4: I don't trust this.
1: (laughs) This seems too easy.
4: (laughs) I'm not going any further. I mean,
1: that seems like that bypasses it.
4: Or they'll converge when we get to the middle of the room, but I'm not getting that far away from you guys. We can also just not go through the middle. Well, how?
1: Go around the outside of the room, uh-huh. is what she's saying. Sudi will just kind of look at look at it, click on his uh, his uh, winged boots, and uh, fly into the center of the room and just see if they start jumping me.
0: Gliding your way forward, little wings on your boots flapping as you Whee! glide across the uh, the gap, sail into the center of the
4: room. Or they're leaving us alone because I'm descended from Chisisek and you're
2: wearing the mask.
1: Nothing Oh, happens. this whole game again. Well, all right.
2: I mean, if that is the case, that the whole Chisisek and Mask thing, maybe y'all go too. <laughs> <thing I'm laughs>
1: Let's go raid here. this place quick, Masika.
3: <laughs> Hollis will do a fly. That's fun. Uh, on the outside of the room over to the west. Hollis,
0: you glide your way forward. Masika, Sudi. I imagine watching this, Sudi getting ready and going, oh, okay. All of you hear a grating sound. Mm. As the moment Hollis begins to approach the exit to this room, four bird heads Ah, turn simultaneously. Their mouths burst open with flames as they let out almost literally deafening shrieks that sound like the cross between an avian and the sound of ripping metal. Great. Breaking under the strain.
1: Trying to leave the chamber activates them. Fun. Push them into
3: the lava. They look
0: a little bit like this
3: as the massive thing (laughs) screams
0: in rage and we'll pick it up here next
1: time they're so chunky they look like little like kind of like egyptian sumo yeah they have cute little beaks though it's not fair